Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. But I just 
Lord bless you, children of God. We greet each of you once again. The mighty, the glorious, precious name of our soon-coming King, Jesus Christ. We thank God today for another day, another opportunity to give him the glory, the honor, and the praise that he so richly deserves. We thank God for life, health, and strength today. Psalmist said, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, we thank God today that the Lord has been on our side, even though we haven't always been on his side. He has been on our side. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know we just finished our most recent topic, Grow Through the Manure. We thank God for so many revelations, so many insights, so much knowledge that he shared with us, uh, encouraging us to grow through the difficulties, the trials, the hardships of life. Grow through them. They are meant for your edification, just as manure is meant for the plant to grow stronger and to grow better and to grow. Your trials is meant for you to grow stronger, for you to become more like Christ, for you to Grow in grace. It's not the manure is not put over the the plants or put in the soil to destroy the plants. It's put in the soil to help the plants uh, do even better. Just like the trials in our life grow through the manure. We thank God for everything He shared with us during that particular topic. We're gonna move on tonight, children of God. Something the Lord gave us November third, two thousand sixteen. Simply, unless God intervenes. Unless God intervenes, you know, as we think back over our life, we've all been in situations and circumstances that as as children of God that we know if the Lord had not been in that right there and had not helped us out of that right there, 
we would have been in some very, very serious trouble. We're going to see what God has for us. Uh, capital A in our outline on our side. Psalms 124, verse 2. Psalms 124, verse 2. From the New International Version, if the Lord had not been on our side. When people attacked us, they would have swallowed us alive. Once again, Psalm 124 and 2, if the Lord had not been on our side, when people attacked us, they would have swallowed us alive. Capital A in our outline, on our side. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, again, we thank you. We bless you tonight for being who you are and doing what you do. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. We once again, Father, enter into your gates with thanksgiving. We've entered into your courts with praise. We are thankful, Father. We are appreciative. We are grateful for the many good and perfect gifts that you have bestowed upon us, your little children. We pray, Father, that as we study this evening, you'll bless us one more time with a little more wisdom, a little more knowledge, a little more understanding that we may do those things that are pleasing in your sight. Forgive us of our sins and iniquities and trespasses as we forgive those who have done these things against us. Father, we humbly ask that you continue to lead and guide us in your paths of righteousness for your name's sake. These and all other blessings we ask in Jesus' mighty and glorious name. We pray that God's people say amen. On our side. Bless the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. As we look over Psalms 124, we see David at a point and at a place in his life of divine revelation. You say, Apostle, what do you mean a place of divine revelation? David is at a place in his walk with God as he looks back over his life and he's able to see all the times that the Lord brought him out. David has his eyes open. Eyes open to the reality, truth, that it was not by luck or by chance or by happenstance that he was where he was, that he was doing what he was doing, that he had what he had. David, at this place of reflection in his life, realizes that he has not been perfect. He has not dotted every I. He's not crossed every T. But as he looks up, he sees that he is blessed. In spite of the mistakes that he has made, in spite of his shortcomings, in spite of his flaws and his failures, David, at this point of revelation, comes to understand something that was an eye-opener to him. And it will be an eye-opener to, eye to as many of us 
as grasp and understanding of what the psalmist is writing. David said, if the Lord had not been on our side. Now, a lot of times you don't understand the, 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 the not of a thing if you don't understand the, the, uh, when a thing has been. David, David understands how things have gone, and he realizes that things have gone pretty well in his life. They have turned out pretty well. They have, you know, he's had some bumps along the way. He's had some sleepless nights and some difficult times. But he's, he has a divine revelation, and this is, this is what America needs today. The divine revelation that David has is that if the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say. In other words, what, what do you, God has shown me how things could have gone. We don't always thank God for how things have gone. But sometimes we need to thank God when we receive a revelation as to how things could have gone. Because always keep in mind, child of God, that regardless of how things turn out, how they uh, shook themselves out, how that, they could have been a lot worse. Keep in mind, keep in mind. You're you complaining because you're living in the projects. Well, the truth of the matter is you could be living out in the street. You're complaining because you don't, have any heat in your house? Well, you you could understand you could not have a house. Things could always be worse. And David said, I, "I'm understanding some things here in regards to my life, in regards to my ministry, in regards to what God has called me to do. If the Lord had not been on our side, verse two, when people attacked us, David, I'm not talking about spiritual. I'm not talking about." Spiritual wickedness in high places. I'm not talking about rulers, authorities, powers of this dark world, spiritual wickedness. David said, I, I'm talking about folk. <laughs> you say, Apostle, what are you trying to get us to understand? That if it had some of you, listen, children of God, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, folk would have gotten us. We're not talking about the devil. We're not talking about his children. We're not talking about his angels. There's some folk that would have got you. There's some folk. That would have got me. There's some, there's some enemies. I'm not talking spiritual. I'm not talking metaphorically. I'm not talking analogy. I'm talking about some folk in this world that would have killed you, that would have killed me, that would have hurt you. That way, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side when people attacked us. David said, I'm talking about folk. David said, I ain't even going all into super spiritual and uh, I'm not, uh-uh, I'm talking about some folk. David said, I have had some adversaries. David said, look, I remember Goliath. David said, look, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, David would, Goliath would have beat me into the ground. David said, I, I know that it was God. Some of the battles that I have been in, some of the wars that I have been in, some of the adversaries and some of the opponents that I have faced, David said, if it hadn't been for the Lord, I know I would have been finished. Long time. Ago. The Bible says if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, when people attacked us, they would have swallowed us alive. 
when their anger flared against us, the flood would have engulfed us. The torrents would have swept over us. The raging waters would have swept us away. In other words, David said, look, now I'm going into some other things. David said, now I'm dealing with some forces of nature. David said, I'm dealing with rain now. I'm dealing with floods. I'm dealing with, I'm dealing with, I'm de- I, I, I know that if the Lord had not been on our side, there's some folk that would have got us. But David's saying in these last few, few verses here, David's saying, look, the flood would have engulfed us. There's some, now, children of God, you right here in eastern North Carolina, you know recently we just faced a very, very serious flood right here in eastern North Carolina. David wants somebody to understand that if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, we could have been a statistic. We could have been swept away. I'm not just talking about some of your goods or some of your property. You could have been swept away. I could have been swept away. David said, look, not only if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, would people have got us? There's some folk that I got. But David said, look, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, there would have been some forces of nature that would have got us. God could have got you with the flood. God could get you with a strong enough wind. God could get you with an avalanche. God could get you... Listen, God can get you with the forces of nature, but because God is on our side, we thank God that he has kept the forces of nature at bay. He has kept the forces of nature at a minimum, that they did not overtake us. They did not sweep us away. David says, understanding that folk and forces of nature could have got us and would have got us if it had not been for the Lord that was on our side. David said, praise be to the Lord, who has not let us be torn by their teeth. David is going into a whole, whole nother direction now. It's not only what our enemies have got us, not only what some forces of nature have got us, but there's some mouths out there that's running that would have destroyed you and me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you need to understand that there's some, there's some mouths there's some mouths on your job that don't like you. There's some folk that have whispered to the ball in the boss's ear to, that you don't deserve the position, that you don't deserve the promotion, that you don't deserve the job. There are some mouths that would have done us in had it not been for the Lord who was on outside. We have escaped like a bird from the fowler's snare. Snare has been broken. And we have escaped. Watch this now. Our help is in the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord. The name. The name. There's no other name under heaven or earth by which men can be saved than at the name of Jesus. I want to encourage you to keep in mind, child of God, that there is power in the name of the Lord. There's power. There's power. Our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. We're talking about unless God intervened. David, at a place of divine reflection, at a place of divine revelation. And see, see, if you don't get the divine revelation, you'll, instead of thanking God for what he has done and for what he has kept from happening to you, you'll con- con- keep complaining about what God hasn't done or what you think he needs to do for you. 
Let me say that again, and I pray the Spirit of God to give that back to me because I want to remember that. If you don't get a divine revelation from God, you'll complete, keep complaining about what God hasn't done or what God, or, 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 or what God um, or what you think God you know, should have done for you. But when you get a divine revelation, you will begin to thank God for, for what he has done. You'll begin to also thank God for what he has kept from happening to you. David is thanking God because he's realizing and he's understanding that there are some things, there are, there are a whole lot of things that God kept from happening to me, not just what he has done for me. I know God has blessed me in, in, in a whole lot of ways that can be seen. He's blessed me financially. He's blessed me materially. He's blessed me with health. But David said there's a lot of things that God has kept from happening to me. God intervenes. We want God in our business. You see, we, we want God in our life. We want God in our marriages, in our families. We want God in our churches because God is the only one that can straighten out the messes that we as humanity, that we as men and women have made over the millennium. God is the only one who can straighten it out. God's word. Basically what has happened here in the United States, children of God, let me, let me tell you something. Some, some of you all don't know. You really don't know. They have, our, our leaders have basically made a mess of this country, quiet as it may be kept. I know a lot of things look like they're going along pretty smooth and look like things, that, but, but what our leaders have really done is they have made a mess of this country. Got us about $22 trillion in debt, you know, got all kind of problems, all kind of that. They basically made a mess of things. But God is crying out to as many as would listen. America and the state that we are in, it is not beyond our God's ability to fix it. In other words, God can get God can get America up and running again. God can make America great again. We've got some some issues that need to be addressed. We've got some some problems that need to be straightened out, but it's not beyond God's power or God's ability to fix it. What we say the topic was, unless God intervenes. Now, if God, if we don't get God into our business, if we don't get God in our marriages, in our families, in our churches, in our countries, in our businesses, then you can rest a certain and rest assured that they will come crashing down. Anything that God is not in, allowed to rule and super rule, it's just a matter of time before it crashes and burns. Oh, man, you think we're the first, first superpower in, in, in the world? There's been many superpowers. You know, Alexander the Great had a huge empire. Now, where's all of that? You know, Roman Empire. You know, one point, one quarter of the... Earth's population lived and died under the, the, the control of the Roman Caesars. Look at Rome now. Little bitty country, little bitty, little bitty uh, city and a little bitty, little bitty country. You know, mighty British Empire, the Syrians, uh, Babylonians, Medo-Persians. Oh, there's been all kinds of superpowers. Come and then go. Come and then go. 
you know. And a lot of times it doesn't even take that long. See? But what we want to do, children of God, is we want to we want God's intervention, even even with among men. You know, sometimes people have addictions, have all kind of problems, and it may be a family member, a friend, loved one, husband, wife, spouse, or children. Sometimes they'll call the authorities or they'll get them some help. It's called an intervention. And sometimes interventions, even in the natural, can save your life. But what do you think an intervention from God will do? So you need to understand, thank you, Father, that your salvation, God says, and my salvation, is nothing more than an intervention by God. If you are saved under the sound of my voice, what has happened in your life, in that, that, you, that you and I were headed right straight to hell, but God intervened. Salvation is God's intervention into the lives of men and women so that they don't have to be eternally lost. Well, Father, we thank you for your intervention. Intervention. God wants to intervene so that you and I can get on the right side. That's what an intervention basically does. It gets you off the wrong path or the wrong direction or the wrong side and gets you over to the right one. God intervened that you and I might be on his side, that you and I might be on the right path, that you and I might quit traveling down the broad and wide gate to destruction and start traveling on the straight and narrow gate to eternal life. God has intervened that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. The Lord bless your children of God. Heaven continue to smile on each of you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.